One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Tam, our sponsor for this week is Source of Love. It's a store both online and at Down the Rabbit Hole Cellar Door in McLaren Vale, South Australia. Oh, my God. Chanel, have you tried their rosé? I have. I love, I love a rosé and they do a whopper of one. You've got to try it. I have tried it and I love it. I also love their Tempranillo. Ooh, can, can you I say, say that? that? <laughs> Don't ask me to say it again. What's also very special about Down the Rabbit Hole is that they are the driver for a beautiful and unique store that sells gorgeous products that feed the soul. It's called Source of Love and it is exactly that. Oh my gosh, I went on their online store and checked out that some of their beautiful products, they've got gorgeous beanies and Kubra hats and all sorts and some beautiful Indigenous artwork, which is stunning. The best part is when you go in the store, they've got Nonna's sauce, Dom's Nonna's sauce, and I've tried that firsthand. That is liquid gold, proper Italian sauce. You love your pasta sauce, (laughs) don't you? So I wouldn't put it past you. (laughs) Source of Love is an outflow from the cellar door so they can use it as an engine room to give back. draws the love in and spreads it out. So every single dollar you spend at the Source of Love goes to not only some very worthy charities, but also recently two single mothers were helped back on their feet. Which is such a beautiful thing. So in partnering with our podcast, Down the Rabbit Hole Wines and the Source of Love store, want to look after our MABN listeners. If you spend $100 or more at their online store using the code MABN, they're going to send you a little bottle of wine and, and the wine's good. They're going to send a bottle of wine. And remember, every dollar you spend helps people that need it the most. Head to sourceoflove.com using our special code at checkout, M-A-B-N. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her pissy knickers. Hosted by Chanel, who's the beautiful, lovely lady sitting to my right, and oh, myself, Tamara Linky. Pissy knickers, <laughs> urine soaked in there. Oh, that's a bit disgusting. Gusset. What's wrong? I'm, you didn't want me to say that, did you? That word, gusset. Oh, I love gusset. If I can put gusset <laughs> in any sort of audio, I will. Gusset Gusset. here, gusset here. It's such a fancy old word but foul at the same time. (laughs) Oh, what are we talking about? Pelvic floor. We are. And that's why you said pissy because it happens. It happens. We wanted to address this problem because no one really knows much about it. No. And if we're laughing, well, it's because we're just trying to raise awareness. We're not laughing at anyone who wheezed their knickers. I think we're all in the same boat. Oh, we are in that boat. That's a sinking old boat with a dirty big hole in it. Okay now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Well, Chanel, look at me. 
I've just come back from a holiday. You, you actually, you wanted me to say, you do, you actually look really tan. Really? Well, this is me being a little bit tan. No, you look great. I went to Queensland, which was very sunny um, at the moment. So I went from kind of cold weather to ridiculously hot weather very, very quickly. You've but still got your toenails all lovely painted. Somewhat. A little bit. Getting a bit minky now. So it went with fake tan because I like to put fake tan on before I go somewhere <laughs> so I look like I'm part of the, the picture, you know. So you don't blind people when you take mm. your clothes and, yes, off. That's right. They're like, who's that green flashing monster near the pool? <laughs> but because I was... <laughs> Tamara Linky. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm in the water, obviously, and after a week that fake tan comes off so I actually got whiter on the holiday so I'm surprised I even got a bit of colour this is me with a well, bit of colour. you were gone for a week so you obviously rocked up literally looking like you've just jumped off the plane from Saint Tropez but we can't yeah. do that because all the borders are closed. No. So we're aware that you've fake tanned up and yeah. then <laughs> and then it's gone slowly come off in the water and yes. then you've topped it up a bit so this is nice. Well I didn't top it up this is real. This is real. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Top it up with the sun. Top it up with the sun. Yes. Well, I, you know, I didn't want to be in the sun melanin. too much. You know? No, no. It was a good holiday. We took them to the Great Barrier Reef, the kids, because we thought, you know, get them out and see it. Yeah. Um, but being that they're seven and how old are they? Five. <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> seven and five. We thought we'd take them out on the smaller trip, which is like a 15-minute boat ride Good. to the, the little reefy bit and then they snorkel for an hour and then you get back on the boat. Look, in theory, this sounds like a wonderful, oh really, really, you know, kind of educational experience for your children. 100%. Lucky you, you privileged children. <laughs> exactly, privileged little mofos. Got on the boat and they're already, oh, Wolfie's like, I don't want to wear this life jacket. Yeah. No one else has to wear a life jacket. Yeah. And I'm yelling at him, but you can't swim properly. You're going to die <laughs> in the water. Do you want to be eaten by sharks? So he's already hating it. My daughter's freaking out because they start doing donuts on this boat. Oh. So she was a little bit scared. So I'm there going, it's okay, it's okay. Finally, we get in the water. Like, we've, we've paid for all this. We've paid a lot of money. Can we just all get along and love it? Shut up, kids. Get in the water. Dying to see some tropical fishes is very exciting. No one Wolfie's there, gets the snorkel on. He's freaking out with the snorkel. He doesn't know what's going on. There's water getting in. You just sell it to him like, you know, Finding Nemo where you're trying oh, to do all 100%, that. 100%. But he's too busy going, hmm, mm, with a <laughs> snorkel. All I could hear is screaming through a snorkel, which is even worse than real life screaming. Like, mm, mm, mm. Oh, he's freaking sound. out. He's like, oh, my flippers. Uh, like crazy. Like, I f- okay, I sound like a horrible mum because no. that is quite full on. But I'm like, this is already half an hour in the water. I have not even seen a single bloody fish yet because my my five-year-old is flipping out. Flipping out? Do you like that? I didn't even mean to say that. With his flippers and his snorkel. Then Skylar's having a fit because she doesn't want the snorkel on. She just wants to just float around with her goggles on. And she Anyway, look, there was lots going on. They were like, can we go home? We get on the boat. Guess what Wolfie asked for? We're on this beautiful bloody reef with these he islands. He for the iPad. He asked, he asked for the phone. <laughs> He goes, can I have your phone now? I'm like, we're in the middle of the freaking ocean and you ask me for the phone. Do you have like flashback moments of like when they're, when they should be, of, of children that would have loved this experience yes. back in our day when yes. we never had phones no. or iPads. Or the we, Great Barrier Reef. Or the Great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only in dreams. Yeah, dream, hey, dr- what are dreams are made of. And they go and ask for the goddamn phone. I'm like, can oh. you please? You want to throw that piece of device, but then don't throw it too far because you might need it in 10 minutes when they're really driving you bonkers. <laughs> That's right. It's this love and hate and I know it's all my fault because I've made it happen, my right? So too. I can't get angry. But there's a photo of him. I think most photos are of him just looking angry on the boat, in the water, back on the <laughs> boat, on the beach. And then the happiest photo is him with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> So disaster. So we're like sweaty, hot. Like we come back going, oh, that was so great, so relaxing. I, actually, I mm. seen a selfie of you, and you looked rather happy. I know because I love that. <laughs> what is behind the picture? Exactly, a picture tells so many stories. Don't believe everything you see on Instagram. Those mothers who are who are holding their pregnant bellies, looking glorious. Yeah, I mean they do look glorious, but they're probably you know wetting their pants, constipated. Yeah. you know, not sleeping, getting yep. indigestion. Are they taking photos of that? No. <laughs> I'd like to see that photo. Yeah. Show us your urine stained nuddies. Don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah. This episode is Don't Wet Your Pants. So Chanel talking about the pelvic floor. Pelvic floor. Tell me more. <laughs>
about the pelvic floor. Oh, I can't wait to discuss this. <laughs> Why? I mean, Look, it's a really good topic. It's a great topic. Some people might go, oh, it's disgusting. No, it's not. It's good. It's not disgusting because our bodies have been to <laughs> – Although you're yelling at someone, no one's called it disgusting except you and you're angry at everyone calling it disgusting. I love it. It's not disgusting. <laughs> she just got, Chanel's looking around at nobody. <laughs> Because no one said it. You're like standing up for it so big time, the pelvic floor. Oh. Sorry, I'll leave you to it. Say okay. It. So I'm protesting to no one for myself and every <laughs> other mother that's going through this. But basically, look, Dan had a knee reconstruction a couple of years, three, four, okay, five years ago. Ooh, Shit, long painful. time. They're painful. But because it's a knee and it's very specialised and you understand it sort of, you know, you look at it's a knee, it needs to be fixed. You go. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, Chanel being incredibly insightful and medical on the, uh, the knee. You've got knee problems, see Chanel. She will look at it and go, ha, huh, does it hurt? Yes. Well, needs to be fixed. It's not disgusting. Who said that? <laughs> Your knee's disgusting. <laughs> knobbly knees. No, we're just saying if you've got knobbly knees, beautiful. Don't, don't have a go at people with knobbly knees. My point is if you've got an issue with your knee, you go and get it fixed. But because we can't see the pelvic floor, we forget about it. We mm. put it to one side. But the stress and trauma that that muscle has experienced through childbirth, through being pregnant, whether yes. it's C-section, whether it is a vaginal, vaginal birth, birth, we need to look after it. And it's no wonder that it needs to be looked after since going through that. That's right. And the only reminder we have of it being there is when we wet our pants. Or uncontrollable flatulence. Yes. I didn't know that was linked to it, interestingly or enough. constipation. Consto. Yes. Consti. 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 Constipation. I like to say constipation. It's the Latin term from constifilis patus. Okay. Get a, it Roman, right. a Roman god who couldn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> so true. What's the pelvic goddess then? Jesus. Pevlificus fistrata or something. I don't know. And what does she do? Just pee it. That's why it rains so much from the heavens. It's her pissing her pants. Oh, it's Pephysilis for Sicilis again. With syphilis. Yes. We better make an offering of some pads and tampons. And some cream. <laughs> wow, this went sideways so quick. We are so off topic. I reckon we've been talking for three hours and we've not got to the point. Anyway. Some of the things we avoid nowadays, such as... Getting involved with the kids, jumping on the trampoline, yeah. going for jogs, whether we avoid doing jumping lunges at the gym in front of the hot trainer oh. because we're trying to avoid <laughs> pissing our pants. Have you oh, done that? Well, mm, well. You're not so bad. I'm not too Luckily. bad. Luckily. However, we are going to go through this episode and we're going to teach you some home methods on how to find out if, you're at, if your pelvic floor is in good shape and also what to do about it if you are experiencing some problems too. Lots of interesting things I found out that I did not know was the case. Exactly. So We're going to laugh in. our way through it. Yeah, but of that's course. Okay. Would we do it any other way? <laughs> so we chatted with Fitnessed Mama from Melbourne, Kath Bequina. She is a legendary physio working in women's health and a mum of three girls. So she specialises in ab separation, pelvic floor and postnatal recovery. So pretty much everything we need to know because we've either just gone through it, going through it now, or it's something that we didn't look after when we had our children mm -hmm. and now it's giving us those tips to get back into shame. Lovely little play on words there. What's that? Fit nest, mama, as in not fitness, fit nest. Like a bird's get, nest? No, you know, get your, ne your nest. Where you grow your kids? Gee, I'm not fit maternal nest. at all. Get right. your nest fit. Oh. Get it? Or it could be your vagina. Because of the pubic area, it's kind of nesty. Well, mine is at the moment. Probably has birds' eggs lying in it, nesting at the moment. Who knows? Maybe yours does too at home. You'd have a little look down and see. Have I got a bit of a nesty, nesty fanny area? Or you made that decision to go and get it lasered off and then you're like, mm, okay, do I, what do I do? Because there's no nest. There's no nest. It's a runway. It's no, not it's run not a runway. What it's a it? red carpet. <laughs> it's a red carpet to my new life. What the hell? Jeez. Right, tomorrow. Okay, come on. Bring it on back okay. to the pelvic Bring floor. Bring it on back to, yes, the pelvic floor. So I'm going to throw a couple of stats at you here, which I... Found out from Kath and they are super, super interesting. Yes, tell me. One in three women have incontinence issues after having a baby. Wow. And one in two 
have prolapse symptoms at some stage in their lives and it affects younger and older women. So basically it can affect you and I or Rhonda. Rhonda, well, prolapse. She's yeah. got the prolapse. She can probably ask Kath a couple of questions. Yeah, she probably should have asked those questions earlier before it got this bad. <laughs> Maybe she could have prevented something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she can. Why, why is Rhonda talking in third person? Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe she could. Maybe now she's going mad. She's going mad, poor she Rhonda. Is, but they are some interesting stats. I didn't know that it was that common. And we all do joke about it. And it, you know, because we we pee ourselves and a lot of. I think it's good to joke because it brings awareness. But at the same time, it can be incredibly embarrassing. And it's a, a horrible thought to, you know, you ha- you're having a fit of laughter and you're weaning the kids oh, you're a in the bit. Yeah, you're in the supermarket and, you know, you pee your pants. And right through Aldi shopping centre. Imagine that drip, drip, drip. Oh, sick. I feel like Aldi wouldn't be as bad as, say, Coles. Like I wouldn't <laughs> mind peeing in Aldi. It would kind of be like, good, different, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you gotta... Buy the special buys. But I feel like Coles is a bit... You know, Judgmental. Or, We're all looking yeah, at you. You're looking at me yeah. at, my, at my local food land. And Woolworths, forget it. <laughs> Woolworths. I think it's somewhere in the middle. But maybe if you were at a fancy mall, you know. Imagine if you were one of those real posh shopping centres. Yeah. And you needed to go. The bright white floor that's flashing light back at you because it's like marble. And then there's just a giant puddle of pee down the. Real yellow because you haven't drunk enough water. Down the organic (laughs) pasta aisle. That's right. Yeah, yellow. (laughs) Oh, no. I've had friends. Someone's dehydrated. (laughs) I've had friends pee so badly, like they've actually, it's not just a little bit of wee, it's like a lot of wee. That's what we're saying here. We laugh, yes, jokes and joking about jumping lunges at the gym with the hot trainer and all those kind of things. That's right. But it is an issue and it is an issue that can cause quite a lot of discomfort but also embarrassment too. So that's why we're trying to just get our heads around what this is and also what we can do to help ourselves because the good news is it's a muscle. So it can be built back. Yes, apparently it can. It's not all lost. It's not all lost. No. So if there's issues now, especially um, in women of our age, we actually can get it back to um, better than before. Oh, is it better than before? It could be better than before. Oh, my God. You've got to snap that thing back. Take it out for some personal training. And that's where Kath comes in. Kath had some really hot tips for knowing um, what to look for if you do feel like you might have a weak pelvic floor, like the symptoms. So here's us chatting with the lovely Kath Bequee. I spent all of last night stalking the hell out of you to make sure we got all the, you know. Dirt? All the dirt on you, yeah. Oh, my God. I've listened to a few of your episodes and I've been in stitches. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. No, you're okay. (laughs) Let's kick it off. Thank you for coming and chatting with us because I feel like it's an issue that so many women joke about, we laugh about, oh, yeah, pianikas, those kind of things. But it it is a serious thing, isn't it? And it can be really embarrassing and can happen when we least want it to mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So tell us a, about why you do what you do. Well, I think it's great if you can laugh about it and joke about it because that at least is talking about it. And I think in the past, we just, we don't, haven't talked about, you know, the fact that we might uh, wet our pants when we cough or sneeze or laugh. So keep joking about it. Nothing else that brings awareness to it, the problem. You've got some good tips and on your Instagram page, you've designed some like the three clues for a successful pelvic floor exercise. So give our our listeners some tips on how they can help their pelvis. Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing is, do you need to like to be able to identify if you've got problems? So we all talk about weighing our pants. If we're coughing or sneezing or laughing, they're quite commonly known issues with pelvic floor, but there's other ones like not being able to hold in a fart. So I say my husband's got flatulence and continence on the couch at night time. Maybe Dan's got a pelvic floor but, um, issue. But in all seriousness, it's not. It's the inability to hold it in if you want to. So if you want to be able to hold in wind, you can't. So that's called flatus incontinence. There's fecal incontinence, so not being able to hold in your, your bowel motion, mm-hmm. your uh, feces. And then other signs that perhaps you need to go and see someone is if you're noticing prolapse symptoms because you hear about prolapse and we we do you i don't know if you've heard this but we have jokes about prolapse we we have this character called what's her name Rhonda Rhonda and she often goes to the doctor for a prolapse yeah but she can't say prolapse because she's got fake teeth so she said prolapse please explain so we mm. can be a bit clearer on it well first of all prolapse is you might notice it as a vaginal bulge or lump and you get that feeling or a sensation of pelvic heaviness or dragging. 
And also prolapse can feel like you've got a tampon stuck, but you don't have a tampon in. Okay. That's more of a subtle symptom. So if you've had a baby, pregnancy or childbirth, uh, it's not just vaginal birth, cesarean birth, you're not um, oh, wonderful. We're all, we're all suffering. Well, I was wondering that because <laughs> I've had sections and Chanel's had vaginal birth. So we were wondering if it's still, you know, if you get off scot-free with a cesarean, but apparently not. Apparently not. And then as time progresses, women, we're so lucky, aren't we? We first of all go through all the hormonal changes, pregnancy mm. and childbirth, and then menopause hits us 10, mm. 15 years later. Then we have our next bout of issues. And that's when there might also be a spike of, you might have issues with prolapse or incontinence. Yeah. So did you know about the farting? I didn't know that was related. Did not know. So it's not the fact that you can just toot one out when you want. It's the fact that it comes out and you can't stop it from coming out. Right. It just keeps coming. It's like a (laughs) blowhole. That makes sense. So I want to hear this. Dan's 96-year-old granny. Bless. Yeah, bless her. She's the sweetest little thing. Dotty little tiny thing. Is her name Dotty? Her name's not Dotty. Eileen. Oh, Eileen. Eileen. What do you call an Irish woman with one leg? Eileen. That's it. (laughs) Eileen. No, it's not Irish woman. What do you call a woman with one leg shorter than the other? Eileen. Oh, it can also be one leg. But why does it have to be Irish? Because a lot of Irish women are called Eileen. It's a very typical Irish name. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Eileen. Eileen. Eileen to the left. (laughs) Eileen to the right. Oh, do you? (laughs) Some blokes lean both ways. What? So So tell me about Eileen. So whenever we're over in England visiting Dan's family, it's usually when she gets up from sitting down. Right. So when she gets up, there's a bit of straining going on. Obviously, she's 96. She's not got a walking frame or an aid. Wow. She's she's pulling herself up and she'll... As she gets up. Oh, she's allowed. She's allowed, isn't she? Um, However, when she's serving cakes and crop dusting the entire room, (laughs) that's not... (laughs) Cake and fart, all in the one kind of smell. Cake and 96-year-old granny fart. Tasty. Mm. And then (laughs) when she lets one rip, (laughs) some tacker powder comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Probably tacker powder that's been in there for like 10 years. Yeah, but it just comes out like dust. Why but is she will toot her way. So, so the walking, I don't know, because old ladies like tacker powder, don't they? Yeah, on their, in their bum crack. Okay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so she will toot her way to the kitchen, grab some cakes, make some teas and then toot her way back. And I'm always like, do I go in there and help her? Because she's a 96-year-old woman with getting her, tea. And yeah. I should, and I, and I actually send Dan, I'm like, go and spend time with your granny in there. It's He's important like, time. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> I'm not going in there eating Nan's farts, okay? Because that's, yuck. Anyways, as beautiful as she is, she's a, if she knew what podcasts were and listened, she would be absolutely disgusted. She'd probably tell what the, the hell's story. a podcast for God's sake. You're like my granny, remember? What's a broadcast? Yeah. She didn't, she could not understand How does your broadcast go in Chanel? <laughs> She'll bash me if I talk about it. Don't worry, my nana used to ring me up and go, how's your singing on the radio, Tamara? I said, well, if I was singing on the radio, I would not be hosting on the radio. <laughs> nana, I'm not singing on the radio, sadly, I'm just talking. Crap. Yeah. Sorry, nana. Sorry <laughs> she would say it every bubble. time. But she gets a fart pass, I reckon, Dan's nan, because she's so well, old. Well, she's created one because she does it that often because she can't hold it in. But she knows and she can hear it and will say, excuse me. Cute. So she'll, excuse me. Excuse, Hang on, is she think, Italian? Well, no, but she said, excuse me, like real like dainty oh. on her way to the thing, crop dusting everyone, oh, crop dusting cute. the kitchen, crop dusting the cakes and then bringing it all back in. You know when the smell follows you and you're like, <laughs> piss off. So, And they're kind of, because she's older, it's kind of stale, right? Very stale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. kind of like old sponge cake <laughs> mixed with. Farts, I guess, you know. Yeah, right. Anyway. Do you reckon the Queen probably sends her like, congratulations, you made it to 96, here's your fart pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought you meant, I thought you were going to say she farts in the envelope. Congratulations oh, to you. I was going to say, that's can... really disgusting, Lizzie. I don't know why. Also, I sound like Prince Charles, not the Queen at all. <laughs> oh, dear. The Queen does not say. She'd be more like, oh, dearest, dearest granny. Happy birthday, Eileen. Well done, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fart scented straight from Buckingham Palace into the envelope. Enjoy, darling. Chin chin. We're not talking about pelvic floor anymore. How'd that happen? <laughs> so it's part of it. So it's not just about wetting your pants. It's about farting yep. when you can't control it. And also 
constipation is a, is a thing for a lot of us women, isn't it? And prolapse as well. Prolapse. Ooh, that's a whole other thing too, like knowing what, what a prolapse vagina is and it can be quite severe. Kath tells us what it feels like if you're putting too much pressure on a muscle that's had an extreme amount of pressure mm-hmm. put on it. Kath? So when I had a baby, I remember I went for a walk that was longer than I should have after my baby was two weeks old. Well, no, I wasn't a long walk, but for my body it was. So I literally walked 20 minutes to the cafe. I remember sitting, had my coffee. I was so excited to, you know, get out and about two weeks postnatal. I was proud to show off my baby. Walked to the cafe, sat in a cafe. I think I went to IGA on the way home, picked up a loaf of bread, And then on my way home, I'd been up and about for, I think, two, three hours. And I felt, I said to my husband, I was like, I feel like I have a ton of bricks sitting on top of my pelvic floor. There's that sensation that everything was heading south. Luckily, it didn't stay and it was short-lived and I put my feet up and stopped walking as much. But yeah, that pelvic heaviness is a big one. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Let's describe what happens to your pelvic floor during pregnancy. What happens? There's... Hormonal changes, your hormones are up and down. There's a whole cocktail of hormones during pregnancy that can impact the pelvic floor to make it perhaps a little bit stretchy or looser because you can imagine if you're about to push out a baby, your body naturally wants to loosen up and we have mm-hmm. hormones that help to loosen up ligaments and it helps our pelvis to expand. And so that can impact the pelvic floor, but also just the weight of your baby and the fluid and the placenta. So that's just the pregnancy part alone. And then during childbirth, your pelvic floor can stretch up to 300%. So I said to my husband once, he got a hamstring strain when he was kicking a footy. I said, don't you complain. Your hammy stretches like tears at 20% its length, whereas the pelvic floor can stretch at 300%, three times its length. 300%. That is massive. Between the hammy and the hamstring. Pelvic floor, did she say? Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to say about how we need to understand that if we're having some difficulties in this area, it is because of this. Yes. It's, it has experienced major trauma. So if we were talking about her husband's hamstring stretch <laughs> of 20% and then she's absolutely upped it to 300%. Yeah. No wonder there are some tricky things afterwards that we have to nurse it back. So 300 bloody percent. But how obvious is it if you have a hamstring tear or a stretch to go to a physio and get that sorted and done? I'm talking about Dan's knee op as well. Yeah. It's such a no-brainer to go and get yourself sorted when it's one of those things that you can see. It's like mental health when you don't consider that your brain, if it's not performing the way it needs to or there's yeah. an imbalance somewhere. Yeah. We, it's so many, so much stigma around those kind of things for women, like the mental health or the pelvic floor because, oh, you just piss your pants and you're gross. It's like, no, 300% mofos, it needs some physio. <laughs> then it's internal as well, isn't it? We don't see, see it. it. So all those internal things, like most things anyway, that includes men with Forget prostate, yep. things like that, we don't check them. We, don't, uh, we can't see them, so it should be okay. But we feel it and it does impact our lives. Yeah, because we avoid things yeah. which we shouldn't have to avoid. It impacts your life. Like you said, you, you end up not doing fitness, so you don't feel great, you know, you're less active. You know what? If you're Dan's now and you're 96 and you're farting all the time, that's absolutely fine. Go ahead. You're nearly ready to get that letter from the Queen anyway. You, yeah. You're cracking onto 100. Good yeah. on you, love. Yeah. When you're our age and we've still got a long time to go, let's hope. Yes. Then we deserve to be able to live those the rest of those years not avoiding things. That's like right. jogging. Oh, I'm doing like it right now, lunches. by the way. I'm doing some little little kegels. Is that what they're yeah, called? Kegels. Yeah, kegels. But I don't think I'm doing it right. I'm pumping it. So way too hard. Cass, <laughs> Cass taught yeah. us how to <laughs> she do it. Did, she did, she did. So my first tip is if you can, get an assessment. If some countries do this so well, France. I believe England, everyone that has a baby has access to a pelvic floor physio assessment. Fantastic. Unfortunately, not in Australia. So it's a specific pelvic floor physio assessment. So who would do, yeah. is that a, by a, a specific specialist in that area or is it like a gynecologist or? Yeah, some obstetricians do. I used to work with an obstetrician. He was great. After having a baby, he'd ask when he was already doing an internal examination for whatever reason, he would say, mm-hmm. okay, lift your pelvic floor. And so he did a really basic assessment, but don't go and see, you know, your 20 year old 
physio that's straight out of uni because it is postgraduate training. <laughs> You'll probably need to book in with a public health physio sure. that's got that postgraduate training because it is an internal examination. If we are, let's say we've had, um, we've got young kids, but we've, we never really had that examination. How can we kind of do a, maybe at home test? Okay. Home test. Love it. Well, my first tip would be don't do a home test, but if you want to do a home <laughs> test, it's the second best because it just might not pick up sure or yeah but if you do want to do one i do actually have a public floor stress test to do before returning to running but what you need to do is drink a few glasses of water and wait 30 minutes or so until your bladder is full and then you do a whole series of movements and you cough at the end and if you end up dry you've passed the test if you end up wet you fail the test. So it includes running on the spot, jumping on the spot, star jumps, and then a couple of coughs. If you wet yourself, then that's a warning sign that perhaps you, before you get back into running or high impact stuff or going to the gym and jumping. It's a nice going, little buffer, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's better than nothing. Otherwise, I would be just being aware of any symptoms. So everything that I just talked about, the mm-hmm. leaking, um, holding in wind or... Uh, urine or feces or any vaginal bulge, but even issues with constipation that might be an issue, then issues with pain during sex as well. And that can be quite common after having a baby. Um, what are some tips to help us get into a routine of doing these exercises for ourselves? So I'm terrible. I forget to do them all the time, but then now we're talking to you tomorrow and I said you're doing them. So tell me what, like, give me some tips on how to then get into a routine and then we're doing it. And then our pelvic floor is so strong. It snaps back. You don't yeah. want it too tight, right? No, 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 no. Okay. Too funny. And absolutely, Tamara, because you might have issues with weakness, but you might have issues with overactivity. So you might need to also learn how to relax. So that's ah. why that assessment works. So give us a, yes, give us a rundown. Are we doing them properly? <laughs> when I'm teaching women how to do pelvic floor, I, I always go through lots of different analogies because sometimes people resonate with something different. You're both sitting nice and tall, feet on the chair. Let's just get nice and comfortable, relaxing, and then zip up through your back passage so like you're stopping yourself doing a fart no lifting the eyebrows <laughs> chanel <laughs> oh you've got to do it like you're doing it secretly right oh and yeah no yeah, one yeah, can yeah. See. yes okay. okay exactly so for all the listeners chanel just the eyebrows. her eyebrows right up towards <laughs> the ceiling you can't even do the first bit <laughs> sorry okay go keep breathing that's the other thing it's no holding the breath hold for five four three two one and then relax Oh, you <laughs> Tamara is like your star student. It's hard to breathe though and hold that as the same time. Yes, yeah. So that's another watch point. Try not to hold your breath. Try not to lift up the eyebrows. Try not to tense your butt muscles, your glutes. Okay, middle passage. So this is around your vagina. Imagine you're sucking up pee through the vagina, a lolly. <laughs> Imagine you're sucking up a tampon. Yep. Okay. Whatever works for you. Just sure. suck it up. A Venus flytrap. Yep. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm scared of her fanning <laughs> of her vagina because it not only is it like snapping off penises, it's like a you now you've described it as a oh, Venus well, flytrap. If the shoe fits. Now you're catching flies down there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, funny. I've never laughed so many, okay. so much when I'm trying to give pelvic floor. Sorry. <laughs> okay, now let's go through the front passage. Mm-hmm. So imagine like you're stopping yourself doing a wee. Okay. But don't actually do that on the toilet regularly. Does that make sense? Like you don't want to go to the toilet and every time you do a wee, you're stopping yourself doing a wee because you don't want to cause issues with urinary tract infections or urinary retention. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Was that a bit of a myth, Kath, a while back that we were told you got to practice stopping and going? I remember that being a thing, right, that went around and that Mm -hmm. way you'll, you know, you can hold your wee Mm -hmm. in, but not true. Mm. You can do it once every blue moon to see if you've got the right action, but I think when you're on the toilet, you just want to let it happen. Just let it go. Let it go. So I'm a little bit, I'm trying to feel, I feel like the vagina and also the stopping in a wee, it's hard to to discern which is which. And you know what, when you're lifting up your muscles, you're pretty much lifting up all of them anyway. So it's not Mm -hmm. like you can just do the front as easily or sometimes we can focus a little bit, but generally speaking, you're lifting or you're relaxing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, so, you found that hard with the eyebrows. No, I, whether it's an expression or whether it's just the fact that I'm struggling in that area, I don't know. <laughs> so I have been practising since. <gasps> Were you? At, in well, the mirror? In the, yes, because yeah. I, I need to look at myself and make sure that I'm checking before I'm wrecking Hang myself. Hang on, do you have a hand mirror as well? 
Are you checking the vaginal I'm area whilst your no, eyebrows? I'm not. I'm okay. not doing that. My luck and I'll get sprung and dead and walk in and go, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm examining myself. Examining. Everyone, I'm examining. The god of pelvicillus mycophilus. Has, has spoken to me and uh, she said, examine your bits. This is a vagina story, <laughs> nothing to do with the pelvis. But my friend, hilarious, she often will, she'll take a photo of her vagina if there's anything going on to <laughs> see because she can't really see, well, yeah. right? So, so she yeah. iPhones it. <laughs> so yeah, you're hunkering over the camera. Yeah, making sure you've got a portrait mode, slow-mo <laughs> vagina filter, yeah. Fanny filter. I don't think that's the point, the filter, because it would cover up any bits that you, you know, you're trying to see if it's inflamed, whatever. Oh, no wrinkles. So no she wrinkles. took about three photos up ten, close. Ten vagina. Vagina. <laughs> right. She's at work um, and she'd been on a, a weekend away and she had a co-workers around and she'd put the photos up, I don't know, they were on the, the laptop oh dear. from the phone. And she's flashing through, completely forgot at the point in at what point in time <laughs> on the weekend that she decided to check out her vagina. So she's like, oh, lovely, this is me and my, my nephews and my nieces. Oh, it's my sister. Oh, look, that's us having a fun time. Oh, look, oh, shit, that's my vagina. <laughs> she's, got, she's got three workers, co-workers, one male standing behind her <gasps> oh. and her vagina flashes up on the screen. And then she's like, oh, God. And she's going, trying to go right. But then another one comes and another one. Because <laughs> you and take a few. And, of course, you're pressing too hard so it sticks. She can't. She's it covering it up. <laughs> Devastated. <laughs> then she's like, oh, well. Mm-mm. Well, it's me. Yes. It's so it's quite blah. awkward. You know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the friend's there. Oh, so I can see something on there. You better get that checked out. <laughs> Thanks, doll. Thanks. I will. Yeah, a little bit of Can you imagine? It actually, you think those things are not going to happen because they're so cliche, but that bloody happened to her. That is, oh, bless her. Bless you, doll. Just like to say, I'll use a a fake name for you. We'll call you your Sal. But hey, Sal, thanks for the story. You know who you are. By the way, it's not all about us. Super interesting point about the blokes and the balls. Men can definitely have issues. Women, we're more likely to because of our anatomy, our pelvis is wider and we've got all the hormonal changes. But issues with chronic cough or long-term constipation or being overweight, there's some some conditions. Yeah, so men can definitely have issues and also they might have issues with prostate um, if they have any surgery. So, yes, definitely um, there's a whole area of men's health as well. And would they do the same type of exercises? Yep. But you can definitely assess the pelvic floor. It's a little bit different. Like I've asked my husband to do this. I'm like, let's check out your pelvic floor. So if he was to stand in front of a mirror and ask them, are you able to lift up your testes? Imagine they're walking into cold water they are at the ocean, you know, and lift that, their box up. it's about to lift, it's about to reach their crotch and for them to be able to lift up their um, scrotum oh, area, their testes. Yeah, Lovely. So, I'm trying that test tonight. <laughs> Just run a really cold bath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so put them in your pool. I'll just sneak up behind Kai. I'll be stand there and I'm going to creep up behind you and he could feel me coming. He's going to go, it's going to, you know, either up or not. Okay, I love that. That's a hot tip. I reckon a lot of blokes, they have no idea. I mean, this is another tip to get your, your other partner to um, stop farting on a whim is tell them you're going to go get them assessed. Whether that's voluntary or involuntary. Kath is going to get assessed. We're Zooming Kath tonight, honey, after our bowl of pasta. You better stop farting or you're getting assessed by Kath. (laughs) Kath plays in the field she knows, okay? So whether you're a bloke listening and you need to check your balls or whether you want to check your partner's balls, it's a good thing to do. Cough and if they rise up or... Put go to the the beach or something where it's freaking cold. Get like your balls out in the pool. Get your balls out and let's see if they rise up. Yeah, rise up. Give them a little tickle. Yeah, Give yeah. Your husband's balls a bit of a tickle. You can't lift. They can't be physically lifted by a hand. That you need to do it yourself. After speaking to Kath about this, I told Kai. I said, "Isn't that an interesting fact? I never knew." He went off and did it. So you know, you mentioned even just mention back? it to you. He goes, yeah, well, that's amazing. I think, well, I don't really know the outcome. I think he just stood there for a long time feeling his own balls. But he enjoyed it a bit too much. No, just joking. Uh, sorry, Mum. Anyway, <laughs> I think it must have been okay. okay. Otherwise, he were reported back. It Report, wasn't great. Do it tonight. But do ask, it tonight. Tell your husband, yeah. you know, or your partner, whatever. Tell your bloke friends. They, Say, look, go home and do it. You're not going to get lucky tonight. What we're doing is a science experiment, okay? I want you to cough and let's see if they rise to the occasion. 
Not not <laughs> the actual penis, the balls themselves. The ball. This is a science medical experiment to see if you have problems because men yeah. have problems with uh, constipation and incontinence well done. issues too. That is a hard word. And also the fact that they fart without control. Or So I'm, I'm discussing this with Dan. I'm like, can oh. you control this? Are you doing this on purpose or do you just let rip and you can't? So this is what we're trying to work out right. here. Oh, and? Uh, he he's convinced that he does it on purpose for a laugh. So that's okay. why he does it. Right. I'm wondering now. I was about to get him checked. Oh, were you? No, well, I said to him, if you don't, you know, sort yourself out, you're going to get checked. Well, I think obviously if um, post fart they laugh, I think, you know, there's not a problem because yeah. they're doing it. Yeah, I think we go, oh, yeah. You yeah. mean to Ooh, do that? Me, like I did in office works the other day. Embarrassing. It okay. just came out. But okay. that doesn't happen often. So I think no. sometimes some of them slip through the goals. <laughs> They're coming Doesn't on Doesn't mean out. a major issue, but just be aware if it, you start stacking yeah. them up a few in a row. Yeah. People start not wanting to walk you know. behind you. Yeah. It might be a little bit of a clue that there's something not quite right in the pelvic floor region. But good news, you can fix it. Do it. You can work it out just like a muscle, like a bicep. Yep. I'm doing a little hand squeezy Sculpt motion. Sculpt your pelvi. Sculpt your Sculpt pelvi. that bloody pelvi. So Kath also tells us how we can actually get our pelvic floor back into shape. I say to my clients, you know, whatever your goals are, I will help you achieve your goals. So if you want to be able to run or jump on a trampoline, but you've got a prolapse, there are some ways that you might still be able to do that. Like perhaps a pessary might be useful or so you can put okay. something into your vagina and there's lots of different shaped pessaries and it's silicon, it's soft and squeezable, but oh, are they like the pelvic like, ball things? Oh yeah. That's something different. That's the strengthening one that you're talking about. about. Um, you could put a pessary potentially in if you've got a prolapse and that can help to hold everything in place. Mm-hmm. And then you can go to your hit class, go to the gym, run or whatever it is. So it's basically a cool. <laughs> We yeah. call it something it's a bit technical, cork. so it sounds a bit better. Yeah. Essentially, a cork, yeah. not made out of cork. A nice soft yes. cork, yeah. squishy. Put that on Instagram so people know. Yeah, squishy cork. Don't yeah. use it in your wine bowl. Don't plug your rosé so you don't have to <laughs> finish your bottle. Can you imagine? Because <laughs> oh, we're busy mums. We do things. We put things in the fridge that shouldn't be And half the time there. we don't know what we're doing, you so you could do it. put your coffee in your wardrobe. I've done that a few times. <laughs> you, like you said, you put your pizzeria in your wine. You put your cork in your fanny. <laughs> I look for my mobile phone when I'm holding my phone. Yeah. Oh, done that. Okay, go on. Ask the question you wrote there. You go on. No, No, you you, say it. You want to know. What's the lowdown on pelvic balls? Okay, so there's quite a few pelvic floor strengthening devices out there of all shapes and sizes. You can potentially buy some pelvic floor strength things on the internet like these balls and oh my gosh there's all sorts of things there's bluetooth devices you can put in for a bit of play your favorite song as well (laughs) yeah so you pop it in and then you can see on your phone and when you lift your pelvic floor a little ball goes up on your phone and so like a bit of biofeedback it's called so there's biofeedback devices and then there's strengthening devices but if you're not doing a pelvic floor contraction properly they're probably wasting your money Okay. So I reckon before going buying any balls or, you know, devices or anything weird or wonderful to put in, mm-hmm. they might be fantastic. But I reckon just go and get assessed so that you buy the right one because it might you might not even be able to hold it in. It might just yeah, fall okay. out. It might be too heavy. Falls out balls. the middle of the shops. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, this is my pelvic ball. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> the thing I love about this is anyone in the world can come to you, Kat, and can um, – basically learn from you because you have your courses online, don't you? Yes. So I saw so many people when I'm working in the clinic, I see so many people with issues, you know, when they've already got issues with leaking or prolapse or aches or pains. And I just wanted to develop a course where you can do it before you've got issues to help hopefully help prevent issues or help to nip anything in the bud. Yeah, it's lovely. You know, it is something we are still a little bit embarrassed about and we shouldn't be because it is just a medical thing and also remembering it is just a muscle. So it can be built back. My husband had a major knee reconstruction. He's had to build back a lot of the or strengthen a lot of the muscles around the knee. So that's all fine and well to talk about. That's not embarrassing at all. But because we've gone through something major like childbirth, so we just need to get it back to where it was before. It's because we can't see it. A lot of things that's that the you problem. can't see. You bring up that it's such a good point. After a knee reconstruction or a hammy tear, 
these footy players, they're great. And this is good. They're very good at doing rehab. Mm. Whereas after having a baby, I would argue our bodies have been through more. Postnatal rehab isn't really a thing. I think every woman needs some sort of postnatal rehab. It's not just about the pelvic floor. It's your whole We've body basically won the be. grand final 10 times over. So we deserve to have a bit of <laughs> self-care. Men have kicked the football. We've given birth oh. to it. So <laughs> let's tell you which one hurts more. Yeah. Like she's that cat saying. And you're right. Like we are joking about it a bit today. And for some women, it's totally not a joking matter. But if you're listening, there's so much that can be done to help. So how did you know about these pelvic ball things, by the way? Well, I know it's a bit of a weird fact to know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what was I Googling late at I night? And I was. Pelvic balls. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And you shove them up, of course. Oh, shove them. So <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> you shove them up. You leave them there and you go have a beer. Sorry. Place them. You place them and insert them. Insert them. Deep inside the nether regions of the vagina. <laughs> I think I should be a medical expert, let's face it. Talking like that, you should. Um, <laughs> That's how they all talk. It, well, it's meant to be for you then. <laughs> but weird though, and I must admit I felt a bit weird looking it all up and I shouldn't because it is, again, something that can help strengthen the Kegel muscle. Great, isn't it? And the fact that she said that there was that um, Bluetooth device and it links to your phone, the thing that you put in there, yeah. and you can see what's going on on your phone. Terrific. <gasps> Amazing. So this is where I feel that society, by doing things like this, is normalising it for us and we don't feel that we have to hide away or be shameful about any of this sort of stuff because... It has gone through an absolute traumatic experience and it needs to be brought back. Not everyone has knee operations, not everyone has hamstring tears, but there are many, many women out there that have gone through childbirth that would have had quite a level of trauma. That's why we need this Definitely. physio back. We need to make it sexy. It's such a, yeah, make we, it a sexy topic. Come on. We should have the pelvic floor playlist. <laughs> yeah. You know, too fast. Oh, yeah. You wanted reggae. Reggae, yeah, yeah. Boom. Moving on up now. <laughs> Don't wet your pants now. Oh, fat and controllably. What was that? What was that oh, last sorry. thing Tomorrow, did you say? What did you fart say? uncontrollably. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what that was. That's good. Okay. Okay. That's, we will never be reggae singers, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but it's the fact that they have all this stuff, I didn't know about it. So may, but maybe go and check it out if you're interested because there's a whole lot of stuff. What did you say? Strengthening balls, which is kind of like your, your pelvic balls. Yep. Oh, and also the pessary, which you can use, you know, kind of like a, a cork. Um, yeah. You know, we drink wine a lot, so, you know. And it's nice and it's very apparently smooth and spongy. Smooth and spongy. I think. Yeah, it's, it's all not, lovely. It's not, it's not made out of actual cork. No, it's like silicon-based, isn't yeah, it, yeah, or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't go putting a cork up there, wine cork. Don't, no. don't, don't, no. don't do that. Like you said, you know, we get confused sometimes. We put our coffee in the fridge. We put the toothpaste in the pantry. <laughs> we put the wine cork in the vagina. And the pe- pessary <laughs> in the wine bottle. Can you imagine you've got friends over? Oh, here's one I, I corked earlier. Hang on, just let me... Oh, and then your friends there pulling it out. What's this? What's this, Chanel? Oh. In your wine, in your cab, Sam. (laughs) Oh, that's just my new wine stopper. It's the latest thing. It's a pessary. And it's silicon. (laughs) How good is it? Don't tell anybody. Found it in the kitchen. Where do you find these? These are great. In the kitchen kitchen section in Kmart. You just chuck it in the dishwasher afterwards. It's amazing. (laughs) Don't do that. No. So fitness mama extraordinaire Kath Bequee, women's physio, had some words of wisdom. For the busy mama, which we all are, what is it like afterwards when they sort of say, oh, shit, I should have done those exercises. No, I haven't. I should have done them when I was at the traffic lights or when I was feeding my baby. And now my child's five years on and I haven't. Can they get their vaginas back into shape? While you were doing that, I was just doing some pelvic Kegels, me too. I was. That's why I was very quiet. It has the boat sailed. It's never too late. And muscles, but you could do bodybuilding at the age of 80 and still, have you seen those photos of 80 or 90? year old bodybuilders legends with things like incontinence or prolapse depending on what the problem is it's not always weak pelvic floor you can always work on your pelvic floor and as you said it's a good alternative to jumping straight to surgery or anything and even if you do end up having surgery doing your pelvic floor and getting a bit of a buffer in your strength 
I think is really important. Any hot tips, anything else you want to give us, some words of wisdom from a lady who knows pelvic floors like no one else? Oh, yes. Look, I think we've said it, but if you've had a baby, if you've been pregnant, we do so much for our bubs. You know, we care for them. We're worried about them. We're worried for our kids as they get older. Just focus on you. Like whatever it takes, invest in your body. So That's a good one. Invest in your body. Invest in your body. Because you've got your body and you've got your pelvic floor for the next 70 80, yep. 60, whatever years, and you want to be continent, as dry as much as possible. So invest in yourself. Kath, thank you so much for chatting to us <laughs> thank you. on Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare today. It's been a pleasure. So really, at the end of the day, I hope that gave our listeners a little bit of insight into the pelvic floor that they didn't already know because yeah. there's so many interesting facts and I learned quite a lot actually that so made me I. go home and have a little think about yeah. my pelvic floor, don't you think? It taught me to, yes, joke fine, have a, have a laugh about it, but also understand that it is an issue that we need to look after rather than just go, I've had my kids now, I don't worry about the Kegels, I just did those in pregnancy. Yeah. It is something that I now need to take time for myself, take time for yourself and the blokes, cough, make sure your balls rise, those kind of things. <laughs> Do that, okay? Yes, with your balls. So she is right saying invest in your body. And one thing, apparently in France and in the UK, all women after having children – get to have a free pelvic floor assessment from oh, a physio. No, and we don't get that. We don't yeah. get that in Australia. Come on, let's get on to that. Book into a physio. This is the best part. Anyone in the world can access Kath at fitnest, F-I-T-N-E-S-T-M-A-M-A.com or on Insta or Facebook because she runs online courses. Brilliant. So even if you don't want to do a Zoom party with your vagina, you don't have to. Or you can. Well, you can. That's your thing. Uh, can you believe that we have come up with a whole almost hour of content about the pelvic floor? Well, Who knew? Well, if you stretch that thing to 300%, it deserves an hour. I feel like it's a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Like, <laughs> you can see this giant <laughs> pelvis being stretched, like a pelvis cartoon and then character. Snap back and, and smack you in the face. And it's got this superpower to like. Yeah, exactly. It is a superpower. Yeah, superpower. Good old pelvic floor. So, ladies, take a moment today to just think about the wonderful marvel that is your pelvic floor. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.